This is News Talk 980 CKNW. 7.33 on this beautiful Saturday morning. And joining us now to talk about a new book. It is a book she has written. It's called Newport Jane. Is Katie Bieksa. Katie, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about this. You are going to be uh, talking uh, publicly about the book later on today. Uh, How did it start? How did you get uh, into uh, the book writing business? (laughs) Yes, um, I was really limited to what business I could do. So I grew up in northern Ontario, moved to Vancouver with my husband. He played for the Canucks for 10 years or so. We had our two children here. Um, I worked at the Canucks Education um, Center and was able to do that and kind of juggle the two toddlers, and then my husband gets traded. So we end up moving to California, and my daughter is now full-time kindergarten, so I have a lot of time on my hands. I have um, a visa that pretty much renders me housebound, and I can't do much. So just one day I just opened my computer, and I was like, I think I'm just going to start writing a book. And uh, I've always written a little bit, like academically, a little bit of ghostwriting, but I've never really thought too much about writing fiction. And um, so I opened up my computer, and I just started writing, and... Um, and then six, seven months later, I had Newport Jane, and um, so it was a great experience. It was a lot of fun. I think writing is almost the easy part uh, when you think about publishing a book, uh, because the publishing part becomes so much more complicated. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's where she came from. Uh, and now this is a work of fiction, but did you draw on your own life and your own experiences to okay. come up with the story? I think so. Um, definitely in the beginning, um, because... A lot, I mean, even if you read the synopsis on the back of the book, I mean, it could sound very autobiographical. It does. Uh, But, I mean, it it, it does. Of course it does. Of course. And, and, I mean, I think you write what you know, especially a new writer, and you're really, like, grappling for something new. And and I didn't really know what I was going to write about. I just started writing. So when it started, it started, you know, maybe from a part, like, how I was feeling at that point when I just moved. And, you know, I didn't have much going on. And. So I sort of drew from that, and uh, there's a lot of characters in the book that are sort of character caricatures of people in my life, but um, it's definitely fiction. So anyone that reads the book might think, oh my goodness, but no, it's it's definitely fiction, but I did draw from elements of my life and where I was where I was coming from, what I was feeling at the time. So, um, so yeah. And the book, and again, going from the synopsis, it talks about uh, th- th- this woman who, from the outside, uh, has it all, this very glamorous life, but then then some of the problems. Uh, do you find that, too, that people uh, look at you and say, well, you were married to, to a, a hockey player, you, you travel, you must live this great life. How could you have any problems? Of course, right. You're almost not allowed to have any problems. And I mean, for me, I've been like very lucky, and I'm not just saying what I'm supposed to. I have. We've been extremely lucky. We were in this beautiful city for 12 years. That doesn't happen. So many of my friends who have children, even school-aged children, get traded from city to city um, all the time, even sometimes, you know, go to different countries with their children, and they're learning new languages. And uh, it's not easy. And it's not easy because there's a misconception about hockey wives sometimes that, you know, they're just these people that are along for the ride or, you know, basically luggage that their husbands bring from city to city, but they're not. They, like, so many of them are very learned um, people who are impressively educated and, you know, athletic and supportive and wonderful women that go to these cities and then have to reinvent themselves over and over and and also support their husbands who are often going through injuries and, you know, terrible reporters are writing horrible things about them. And, you know, so it's not easy. It's not. And so um, I think that there are going to be a lot of hockey wives, particularly that are going to relate to a lot in the book, but I think everyday women as well, because it's certainly not a hockey wife thing. And, And I mean, people say that 
like it's a, like it's a noun, and it's not. It's just these are people who are married to other people, and <laughs> and they just happen to have the same profession. But um, but I think a lot of women will draw from it. Uh, you mentioned as well that that uh, or said that writing was almost the easy part. So walk us through this. So after you you sat down and you wrote the book and had the story out there, at that point, what did you do? Okay, so there will be a lot of writers. I know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I think for me, I, I, I honestly, I wasn't sure I was going to publish the book the whole time I was writing it. And especially because of the autobiographical elements, I was just kind of writing, you know, I just, I just enjoyed it and it was a lot of fun. Um, and it kept me busy. But so when I finished the book and I decided like, Hey, you know, my, my mom likes it. My sisters like it. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll try and publish it. And I sort of thought that it would be as easy as, you know, just, getting an agent and having it published, you know, the next week. But it's not like that. So for a writer, when they finish writing their book, there's, you know, the query part. So you have to write this letter that sort of details what your book's about. You want it to sound enticing and you want to get it right. And a synopsis is very hard for a writer to write because, you know, wrapping your your thoughts up in a book and, you know, a small paragraph is not easy. And then you sort of send it out to agents and you expect that you're going to hear back right away. And for the most part, you don't hear back at all. And if you do and they want to read the full submission, you send them the book and then you think, yay, I'm published now. Um, No, no, it's not like that. And I was lucky to get in contact with a couple of agents that were very interested in the book. Um, But I had to do a rewrite. You know, I had to rewrite the the protagonist. And I wasn't really interested in doing that, you know, but I also didn't want to, you know, be as, you know, naive to think that the book was perfect. But it just, my life got very busy and I didn't have the time to now rewrite a book that I wasn't even sure I wanted to publish in the first place. And then, so yeah, you agree to an agent and then you get an offer from a publishing house and, you know, your book's not going to be published until 2019. You know, and for me, that just took the wind right out of my sail because I was writing a new book and I was like, I don't, I don't want to wait till 2019. You know, I just, my book's done. And so then I found Megan at the self-publishing uh, agency here in Vancouver and it was um, sort of fate. I just, I like thought I was just going to put my book in the drawer and close it. And then I saw a post from her and and it's it, she helps you produce a very professional um, self-published, or I like to call it indie book. And um, so you put your product out there, and it's got a professional cover, and you have a wonderful um, editor. I was like blessed to work with Lori Bamber, who is a wonderful editor, works with Woven Mail, and she edits um, so much, and she's just she's so wonderful. And so I was so lucky to work with her, and so the finished. Uh, product is a very professional book and um, and I was able to get it out in two months not in two years so that, that was something that was important to me I'm not even sure why I know a lot of people might think that having a publishing house behind you is a little bit more important but to me that that wasn't it I just wanted to get the story out it was something I accomplished and you know I was ready to move on because I, I do think that's changing and having talked to a lot of authors that know exactly, like you said, who know exactly what, what you're talking about with the time and, and the difficulty getting something published. Uh, but it does seem to be changing the, the, the idea of self-publishing, whereas a few years ago, I think people kind of looked at it as a lesser book, whereas now uh, you, you do have this team with you and, it, and the product is, is, can be a great product. Exactly. Agencies like Megan's is, uh, I think, for self-publishing, it, it's wonderful. I mean, because it does put the power back in the writer's hand. I had a lot of say in what happened with the book and, and what the book ultimately looked like at the end. And, and that's important for writers. I mean, for any artist, I think when you put a piece of work out there, it's hard to just hand it over to somebody and, you know, let them change it or um, not have say. I, I, 
in a clause in, in a contract that I was going to sign said, like, um, any movie rights that I had, I had to sign away right away. And I was just like, I mean, maybe that's a shot in the dark, but I wasn't ready just to hand it over right away. And so, yeah, I, I think those, those agencies definitely, and there's a lot of um, writers who can't afford maybe even, um, you know, to, to work with an editor and things like that. So I think that there's a lot of writers uploading books maybe that aren't very professional, um, because they don't, you know, maybe they don't have a choice. And so, yeah, I think that that sometimes is a misconception between self-published books or that they're, they're not, um, like, well-groomed and um, as professional as they can be. Do you have another book in you? I do. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I love it. I love it. And it, it's a terrible thing to say. My mom would be so mad if she heard. But this summer we were, because um, Newport Jane is, it's, it's sort of like a, first-person conversational read. It's not fluff. Um, someone was on another radio show, and, and it, was, it was a joke, but they were like, oh, so, you know, you, you got all these degrees. Why did you write a harlequin romance? And, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm like a feminist. You know, I just women's studies in school. And, and so I'm like, what? Just because it's a book about a woman doesn't mean it's a harlequin romance. You know, it's uh, a woman's everyday life, you know, sometimes are played down a little bit in literature as, you know, been told or uh, undervalued a bit. But um, I think that that this type of writing for me is so much fun. And my mom said this summer, she's like, so are you going to write a real book this year? Cause you know, she reads like thrillers and like something a little more heavy. And, and so I was like, yeah. So I tried come September. I started writing like a, like a heavier book and, and I, you know, was enjoying it. It was a little bit more literary and then it, it was so exhausting. So I sort of abandoned that one and I started to write not a sequel to this, but it's a character that's in Newport Jane and, and now it's going to center on her life. And, and I really enjoy writing these types of books and, and I don't get a lot of sleep and I don't have a lot of time. And I, I feel like this is the kind of book I want to write and, and I enjoy it. And I know that there's a market for people who don't want to read literature, you know, and then maybe they don't want to read Harlequin Romance either. And it's not. It's uh, it's somewhere in there. I guess it's contemporary women's fiction is the genre. All right. And you are are you going to be talking about this, or you have an event uh, later today? Yeah, I have a book signing today, so it'll it'll couple like a book signing and, and I guess the official launch of the book, and that's at Chapters on uh, Broadway and Granville at one to three p.m. Excellent. Well, Katie, thank you so much for taking a few minutes with us this morning, and congratulations. I look forward to the next one as well. Thank you. All right. Oh, great. Thank you so much. Okay. Oh. Thanks. You too. That is uh, Katie Biaxa, the author of Newport Jane. We will take a short break. When we come back, Michael Campbell is here. We'll find out what's uh, happening in the business world and what's coming up on Money Talks. That's up next. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.